um, for those of you that have been around, kind of, you've been, we've been following the story of Joseph, um, and uh, each week there's been um, some, some acting, some wonderful acting going on, um, but we're, we're sort of at the last of our series now, and uh, this week we're going to be doing a bit of a recap just of, of what's happened, um, but also looking at Joseph as a whole, looking at his character um, and how his character has grown. Um, so from maybe some of the people that have been here or somebody that knows the stories, can we just shout out what are some of the things that have happened to Joseph? We've watched a little bit in the video there. What's, what are some things that have happened? Sold into slavery. Got chucked into a well. Yeah, that would hurt. Falsely accused, yeah. Got put in jail. Had dreams. Interpreted some dreams. So quite an up and down experience, isn't it? Um, he'd gone from being, yeah, as his father's favorite son, having this wonderful coat of colors that he was given. Um, but then after that, sort of life just seemed to get tough. And, and Joseph went through various trials. And he had difficulties, but he also had some really kind of good times as well. And here in this final part of our story, we're looking and we saw that Joseph chooses to reveal who he is to his brothers. He forgives them and they are reconciled to each other. And one of the best parts, I think, of stories is seeing kind of characters develop um, over time. Um, I don't know whether kind of anybody's got a favorite kind of character in a book or a TV show. Any sort of... Lizzie Bennet. Great example. I read Pride and Prejudice this, this year, actually. And yeah, she's a brilliant one, isn't she? Of just, you see her grow um, and change. And Mr. Darcy as well, of course. Um, yeah, so, and we're like that too, aren't we? Our characters grow over time. And I think it's only sometimes when we step back a bit and we look back at our lives that we maybe see how we have changed over the years. And uh, the older we get, the more we probably see those changes, the more you see the difference from how you were 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 40, 50, 60 years ago. And you start to see um, those changes and our perspective changes in that as well. So today, if we're talking about kind of how, um, how character develops in Joseph, we're also looking at how our own character can develop. And while I think there are so many different things that we could talk about around um, how character can develop, I've kind of come up with two things, which is a controversial from the Christian three, but it's a shorter talk, so we're going with two. Um, and the first is discipline. Now, who likes the word discipline? Not me. Oh, do you like the word discipline? Why do you like it? Don't know. Well, I think it's a really hard word because to me it sounds like being told off and all the horrible things. Um, but an, another kind of word which I think is kind of helpful to use to think about discipline like that is self-regulating. There you go. Um, and to, to regulate is to adjust something or to balance something. Um, now, I wonder if we've got any volunteers that think that they are good at standing on one leg. Who thinks they can do that? Anybody that thinks they can, come up here. It's not just kids if you're an adult and you think you can beat these kids. Not yet, not yet, not yet. <laughs> oh, you can practice, I can practice. Well, there's a lot going on here. Right, okay, excellent. Can everybody give me your favorite pelican impression? One leg, one leg. Pelican? Right. What are they teaching you in school these days? Excellent. What is that? Excellent. Right. Okay. So, while I do this talk, you're all going to stand on one leg. Um, and, but, when do we start? 
I'm already talking. <laughs> right, okay, you ready? One, two, three, go. Excellent, right, when you fall off, you can go and sit down and we'll see who's the, who lasts the longest. Um, but while they're balancing on one leg, we'll think about what that's, um, what that's like. So when you're balancing on one leg, you're having to adjust your body, aren't you? You can see, see a little bit of wobbles going on there, a little bit of, little bit of adjusting stuff. Can you switch legs? No. Um, so <laughs> maybe this is a bad idea, having a chorus behind me. I was thinking about... Um, but when, we, um, when you're balancing, you're having to adjust your behavior. And it's a little bit like that in life, isn't it? That when we have a goal, when we have a goal that we want, I've seen a foot going down. <laughs> if anybody sees feet, you can feel free to shout them out. Well done, Noah. When, uh, when we've got a goal in mind, we have to adjust our behaviors and our actions to try and achieve that goal. We're trying to regulate ourselves and our behavior in order to meet the goal that we want. So if your goal in life is to have rock-hard abs, then you have, well, what do you have to do? You have to learn, how do I strengthen those muscles and then actually put them into action? Um, that is not one of my goals in life, but um, as you may tell. Um, if your goal is to become a mechanic, you have to find out, how do I, how, who do I learn from? How do I find out how to be a mechanic? And then you have to go and do that. You have to do the hard graft and the studying. How are we getting on here? Oh, cheat, cheat off. These guys are doing pretty well. Well done. Keep going, keep going. I'm proud. This hurts. Aww. Life hurts sometimes, doesn't it, Grace? Um, so <laughs> oh, wow. This is getting brutal. Right, I'm just going to keep going and ignore this lot. So you have to manage your own behaviors to meet the goals that you want. I think I'm going to have to call it a win because otherwise I can't, I can't think with you. <laughs> no, I haven't finished talking, but if you talk, I can't, I can't think. Right, I think we've done an excellent job. Should we give them all a round of applause? Well done. You have to go now. You can hop and go and stand at the back if you like. Or you can go and carry on over there. You can hop and carry on over there. There you go. Right, carry on. Whew, this was maybe a bad idea. So, talking about managing our behavior. Um, Nathaniel talked a little bit about this a few weeks ago, I don't know if, if some of you were here, and when he was talking about being aware of what we're putting into our minds and challenging, uh, challenging us as to what might we need to alter um, in, in our behavior. So he was talking about things like, are there, is there a TV show that actually isn't helpful for you? Um, or do you need to be disciplined about what you watch on the internet? Or maybe how much time you spend on social media? Or how much time you spend with your family? Are these things that we need to adjust our behavior um, in order to be more like Jesus? If our goal is to be like Jesus, we have to learn what he is like and start disciplining ourselves, regulating ourselves and our behavior to act like him. We see this in the Joseph story, don't we? So um, we talked a, few, a, a bit about kind of a few of the things that happened to him. Um, 
one of the things that happened is, is when Potiphar's wife was trying to seduce him, Joseph got to the point where he literally ran away from her. That was an act of self-discipline, of saying, no, this isn't the path that I want to go down. I'm going to discipline myself and maybe go against what, what I wanted to do at the time or was easy and run away. He also was very disciplined in his work, wasn't he? He was given the, the jobs of the kingdom that were really kind of high-ranking. He must have worked hard. He must have, there must have been discipline in his life that meant that he wasn't just slack and doing whatever he wanted. Um, he chose to act in that way. He wanted to be the type of person that was respected um, and that was honorable, and that was recognized in his behavior. So thinking about this, this discipline, it's, it's a really hard one, and I definitely struggle with discipline. Mornings are not my thing. Is anybody here a morning person? Enjoy. You privileged people. I hate mornings, not good at them. But, um, but often it's the kind of drip, drip, drip of routine, isn't it, that, um, that is what leads to those disciplined, disciplined behaviors. So for me, that's like I have to go to bed early because I know that I need a decent chunk of sleep in order to be able to get up in the morning. I have to change my behavior in order to get um, the, the goal that I want. At my previous church, um, we had a training course on a Sunday afternoon that was from 4 till 6 p.m. So we'd, help, we'd all kind of like meet for lunch together and then everybody would be really sleepy and then we'd start two hours of theology training. And honestly, every single week I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I just want to go home. I want to watch TV. I want to just chill out. This is my Sunday afternoon. Um, and also, you never actually graduated from this course because they just made more courses. So I had six years of every Sunday afternoon, really, of doing two hours of theology training. I'm going to look back and I think, oh my word, that was, that was intense. There's no way I would have signed up for that. But you just kind of did it. You just, you just got on with it. Um, and now I, I look back and I think, gosh, how much did that transform my faith and my understanding that we managed to, in those two hours, in, in taking that time out, um, got such a good un, a kind of understanding of the history of the Bible, of some doctrine teaching, of things that were really going to help me in my faith. And while I don't think that necessarily, you know, you have to take two hours every Sunday afternoon to do intense theology training to be closer to God, maybe have a think. What is it in your, in your spiritual life that you want to adjust? What's that behavior? What's that discipline that you want to start bringing in? And I would just like you to kind of think about for a minute, what, what might that be? And who do you feel you could trust or tell um, and, and share that with? Accountability really helps in, in kind of discipline. And if anybody has ever um, done any sort of kind of difficult thing where you just you need somebody to kind of cheer you on and, and help you keep going, um, then kind of you'll know like the support that is needed. I know it's one of kind of the, the key things um, sort of with Alcoholics Anonymous that they that they have somebody with them. And, and um, at, at CAP, we're really strong on having a befriender with somebody who is going through trying to get out of debt because you need somebody to champion you. You need someone to cheer you on. So have a think. Who might be able to help you on that journey? Who could you share what your, your kind of spiritual goal is going to be? And the second way that I think that character is built um, is through difficult times. Um, 
Again, not an easy one, and I don't think anything that anybody chooses. But we see that in Joseph's story, don't we? There's real highs and lows of life. Um, I don't know whether, could I have two volunteers? Excellent. Do you guys want to come and stand up here? Excellent. Do you want to hold this up for people? Are you still on one foot? Right. Right, you can put your foot down. <laughs> well done. Congratulations, you've won. Right, you need to hold it up a little bit higher. Thank you. Right, it's given up. Thanks. Thanks, Jenny. So, this is maybe something that you could have a go at later. Ooh, you're right there. But drawing a graph of life. This might be a bit of a depressing thing. It might be a good thing. But what does it look like? What, what has your life looked like? And I was just going to draw a little bit of kind of what, what my life has maybe been. Um, so it started off, my childhood was great. I had a great childhood, so I'm going to go there. Um, and then, yeah, teenagers was good, but then it was a little bit more like this because, you know, that's what being a teenager is like. And then maybe went up. I had a really great time and a gap year and then university and then job. And then I went to Australia and that was really quite hard and that was more like down here. And then it kind of started coming back up again and then a few other challenges and it's gone like this. And life has just looked like this up and down. Um, for me and I would say that if any of us drew out a life diagram of what happened of what's happened it would look up and down and up and down um, thanks guys you can you can pop that down um, and events do shape our lives don't they but they also shape our characters. And as much as kind of none of us choose to go through difficult times, I know that for me, that part I mentioned just about Australia, um, I'm happy to kind of chat to anybody about that another time or, or kind of go into that, but that was just a really tough time for me um, for a, a lot of reasons, but a lot just being I was on the other side of the world and, um, and away from family when things were hard. And, um, and I know that like that, that made... That made life really hard for the next um, for the next few years, particularly, and it was really tough. Um, but when I look back on that time, and I, I see that actually my character has developed because of it, that that things are different about me because of what happened in in that difficult time. That I that I really had to rely on God. And, and I have a greater empathy for people who um, have got anxiety because I went through that. And for people that have traveled to different parts of the world by themselves, who have been far from family, it has changed my perspective on things. And I think that's something that maybe we need to reflect on a bit for, for our own lives. And, and I would encourage you to do is to... And, we're going to be going kind of into a bit of a creative session later and maybe have a think. What have the ups and downs of your life been? Um, and what are some of the, the things that have built your character? What are the things that have come out of that? And we can thank God for that. Um, even though kind of, it's, oh, I don't know, the, the difficulties in life, I don't know why some of them happen and I think that's a really that's a whole different topic in itself but I think that God is good as well and God brings goodness in those difficult times sometimes we need to look really hard to see them sometimes we don't see that goodness until much later um, 
but I think that is a, a challenge for us to think, what, are the, what is the goodness that God has brought out of those challenging times? Or what character has he built in you because of it?